Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hello everyone, I'm Alicia. And I'm Nathan. Welcome to episode 105 of Adventures and Mousecapades. This week, Happy New Year! Happy New Year! It is January. It is January. <laughs> it is 2024. Oh my gosh, where is time running off to? It's our second podcast anniversary. It is. We've been doing this for two whole years now, Woo. and uh, yeah, it's um, it's been really personally humbling uh, mm. to have so many of y'all listening in each week to see the numbers grow. Um, thank you so much for listening, for sharing with friends and family. You can even share with people you don't like too. Just just mm-hmm. share. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's it's really. It's, yeah, it's just been humbling to see this little thing that we do grow, our little passion project. Mm-hmm. Um, it has pushed us outside of our comfort zone sometimes. Yeah. It has led to us just doing all sorts of things that I think we probably would have done, but have just a different level of appreciation and attention to detail. Of. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's been magical. And thank you for, uh, to everybody for helping to keep us going. Um, it's been great. On that note, helping us to keep growing, please do take a second and rate and review in your podcast app. If you haven't yet, we really do need you all to do that. It just takes a couple minutes or so, and it really means a lot to us. Helps us get out there to other people. Yep. So when people search for Disney podcasts, they often look at the at the ratings that are included. So the more listeners, uh, the higher the rating, the the better off we are in terms of getting in more people's ears. And uh, yeah, you know, we're not in here to make world record breaking profits and become multi zillionaires or anything. But it does make us feel good to to have some more people listening and helps us get some other guests and things. So yeah. Everybody likes recognition. Exactly. Exactly. Help us feel good. (laughs) (laughs) Please, please. Oh my gosh. Don't do that. (laughs) What are we talking about this week? You know what? We're going to do another one of our QDRs. This is uh, our quarterly Disney review for Disney news coming out of the House of Mouse. We are covering what uh, the calendar year we call Q4 of October, November, and December. For whatever reason, this is Disney's corporate quarter one. But uh, yeah, let's kind of review what's going on. I think let's start off with some of the big stuff, some Some of the the overarching news, Mm -hmm. bigger news that's coming out of Disney. Alicia, what you got? Well, one of the big things is that the Walt Disney Company celebrated its 100th anniversary on October 16th, and that that's a big one. That's um, that's uh, a couple zeros in there. Yep. Mm-hmm. And while it uh, feels like, of course, Disney loves to celebrate things for many, 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 many months, and uh, I thought it was actually last January or something like that. Nope, it was October. Mm-hmm. So 
there we have it. The Disney company is 100 years old. Exactly. And in turn, and what most people may or may not recognize, Mickey and Minnie also have an anniversary uh, just one month later on November 18th, but they're only 95 years old. That's right. Mickey and Minnie did not start off at the beginning of the Disney company. There were some other characters and some other shorts that they were doing before uh, Mickey Mouse came around. I'll say they have a birthday, not an anniversary. Oh, did I say anniversary? You did. Uh, oops. <laughs> that has become one of our favorite questions to <laughs> Mickey and Minnie, and actually uh, of recent uh, to Donald and or Daisy of, uh, so when are you going to get engaged? Because those folks are still not married. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, it's been really fun. I loved yeah. the most recent interaction that uh, you had. I think we asked, or Sterling asked Daisy. Daisy Duck, uh, yeah. <laughs> last week when uh, she was going to ask Donald uh, to, to marry her. And uh, she was uh, nonplussed and was like, I am above that. That is his job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. Like, I deny the premise of your question. Yep. It we was haven't, so amazing. We haven't had a chance to ask Minnie yet, but uh, Daisy was the first female character that we asked when they were going to propose. And yes. we got an amazing reaction from her. Are you sure about that? Didn't we talk to Minnie? Did we talk to Minnie? Over the trip? And I think she thought, like, that's a really good idea. Oh, we did. Yes, that's she was right. Like, that's right. Because the 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 kind of attitude I got from her was like, I'm empowered. I can do this. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It got her to thinking. That's so right. who knows? Right. Maybe this year they'll uh, they'll finally uh, get engaged. <laughs> what else is going on in the House of Mouse? Let's look at the list. Let's see. Kind of over on the uh, the entertainment side, we have a couple things. Mm-hmm. Disney was forced <laughs> to buy the rest of Hulu, mm-hmm. so now they have two streaming services that lose yeah. money. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. It'll be interesting to see what they do with those if they mesh them together or keep them separate. Well, I know it's not in the United States yet, but they have said that they're going to merge them. I Mm. think Canada is one of the test markets, Hmm. and you can get a Disney Plus app that has both Hulu and Disney Mm. Plus content merged into one. All right. I think in the next. Uh, within the next year, I would say before the end of their fiscal year, which would be you know end of September, we're going to see one unified streaming service <laughs> coming out of, uh, of out of Disney because, I mean, it just makes sense. Why carry the overhead of two completely different platforms mm-hmm. and the marketing uh, overhead and costs for two different platforms? Uh, they're just going to merge. There you go. There you go. Also coming out of the world of entertainment, we have Marvel Studios. Their 30th anniversary was on December 7th. That's so crazy. That uh-huh. That that <laughs> makes you that makes you feel old. <laughs> Obviously, this isn't the comic book. No, uh, studios. Marvel. Yeah, this is cinematic. the studios. Yeah. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah. yep. The thing that Disney bought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you've ever stayed on a Disney ship or in any of the Disney resorts, you'll know about the H2O Plus products, which is the toiletries, the shampoo, the conditioner, the soap, mouthwash, that kind of stuff. Yep. 
the company that produced those products discontinued the H2O Plus brand in 2022. And there's been all sorts of speculation on what's going to happen to this. We love this product. We love how it smells, blah, blah, blah. Yep, there was much consternation yes. in the uh, Disney online community. Yeah, and it was announced this quarter that Disney has purchased the formula rights to the H2O Plus products, and they are going to continue to produce those products under their own branding. Yep, and I will say that on our trip that we were just on, we stayed a few nights at the Riviera. We were on the Disney Fantasy Mm -hmm. for seven nights. It was the same stuff that we've come to know and love and smell. (laughs) But the H2O brand was gone from all of those products that I noticed. They just put a sticker over it. They just put right. They're still they're still getting rid of the surplus that they had. Okay, they have not started making their own new stuff yet. Got it. But it's staying around. Thank yep. goodness, because that stuff is great. I always so love smelling like a Disney cruise, mm-hmm. and I know that may sound like a weird statement, because <laughs> it kind of is a weird statement. But I love smelling like a Disney cruise. Yeah, I have I have the lotions, and I have one in my purse, and I'll put it on. I'm like, I'm on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's to the point. Like, I, I don't know if. If they sold that in the stores, I don't know if I would buy it because then it wouldn't be special when I'm at Disney. <laughs> they do sell it in the stores, but do yeah. they? Well, at the Disney stores, yeah, they uh, sell it. I meant H2O like at you know grocery stores and stuff ah, like that, got it, got it, got wider it. distribution. I don't, I don't think I would, I'd get it because then it would it would dilute it. Mm. I, I need it to be special. I need to smell special when I'm at Disney. There you uh-huh. go. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> For some media news, there's been a couple, I'm not going to list everything here, but there's been a couple of bigger things that have come out. Um, the Marvels came out, and Caitlin and I watched that when we were on the ship and enjoyed it. It's um, it's a fun little romp. It's not you know epic storytelling, but Marvel movies just are not epic storytelling anymore. Yeah. Or if they ever were. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wish came out, which... I absolutely loved. This movie's getting a lot of flack because people are saying it's it doesn't look the same. It's not supposed to, people. It's supposed to be very nostalgic on how they used to make the movies, the background kind of watercolory and stuff. And I think it's a beautiful film. Uh, why so can't there. people just be happy with what <laughs> comes out? Like I was listening to a podcast earlier today and they were talking about uh, the the backlash for I forget what it was, but it was one of the new um, newer like Disney series that or a Star Wars series rather that's been on Disney Plus. I think it was like Ahsoka, the Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. and you know people who were like, oh, I don't like that they did this. They should have done this. They should have done that. Like people, stop! St- if you want to go produce shows, go produce shows. <laughs> yeah, just enjoy entertainment. Just. Be on the ride and appreciate what mm-hmm. they did. Just yep. be entertained. You don't have to have a hot take and an opinion on everything. Just just go with the flow. I liked Ahsoka a lot. I, I did too. I mean, it was, yeah. Anywho. I, <laughs> oh, I guess I, I'm not going to go into a discussion on it, but I definitely could. <laughs> <laughs> on what? Ahsoka or Wish? Ahsoka. Yeah, Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Another thing that came out was uh, because of Disney's 100th anniversary was Once Upon a Studio, which is a nice little, I think, like 10 minutes short or something. I don't even think it's that long. No. Okay. Well, celebrating 100 years of Walt Disney Animation. And I love the story. It yeah. it made me cry. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting goosebumps surprising. just thinking about it right now. Yeah. It is basically a compilation of all these characters from a hundred years of mm-hmm. media 
of, of got, from the Disney company, and yeah. they all get together at uh, at the studio's uh, main building there in California to take a group picture. And you know, they're all gathering everybody around, and they have, in many cases, most cases, really, all the original voice uh, character mm-hmm. actors who who did the voices, or at least the current people who are doing those characters. It yeah. was. Yeah, Just all the was, voice acting involved in that was amazing. Yeah, they also got um, one of the Sherman brothers to play "Feed the Birds" on yeah. the actual piano that's in Walt's, Walt's office. office. Yeah, it's Walt's office. Yeah. yeah. So that the music that's in there is original to that. It's just them replaying a little bit of uh, yeah. "Feed the Birds," and I was like, right. ah. from Mary Poppins. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's a Disney nostalgia. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. it's good. good All right, moving on before we get too weepy. <laughs> Loki season two came out on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. which we need to finish. We need to finish. It I think we've was, seen one, two episodes. I we've know. seen, I think, the first two episodes. Okay. Loved it. Yeah. Uh, just we've been so busy the last couple months that mm-hmm. <laughs> our, life just our happened. Life has absolutely happened. Uh, we did, however, make time to watch all of the new Doctor Who yes! specials that came out. There were three 60th anniversary specials, and the new home of all the new versions or new episodes uh, in the U.S. for Doctor Who is on Disney Plus. And woohoo! Which I am, I'm going to say it, I am super excited about. <laughs> <laughs> um, Doctor Who is my other huge fandom. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely adore Doctor Who. I have a lot of just tchotchkes and, and stuff regarding yep. Doctor Who. My car is the TARDIS, kind <laughs> yep. of. I mean... <laughs> yep, my Her license plate has TARDIS my, on it. Yep, my license plate is TARDIS. My phone is TARDIS. I love Doctor Who. And I was cautiously optimistic when I heard that Doctor Who was going to Disney+. Plus. Um, I'm not entirely sure what that means for it, but production values up. I can definitely tell that. Yeah. Well, it, it's also gone back to some of the uh, the older production folks yeah. who were, you know, yes. older showrunners and things yes. like that. And yeah, I think we're in good hands. I'm really mm-hmm. much uh, looking forward to all of this content uh, yes. being on Disney uh, Plus moving forward. So yep. yeah. On to some park updates. Yeah. Let's start in California, shall we? Left coast, best coast. California. California, love it. You may want to cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on. (laughs) At uh, Disneyland, the Haunted Mansion, they have announced, is getting a pretty significant expansion in 2024. So not the ride itself, but the outdoor expanded queue is going to be happening, similar to what we saw go on at Disney World several years ago, where you have this huge courtyard outside and all sorts of kind of interactive mausoleums and things like that. Mm -hmm. A lot of that's going to happen in California as well to help manage some of that crowd space because it gets a little nuts over there in Disneyland. So that's what's going to happen over there. We're going to get a new retail shop uh, space as part of that and some updated accessible entrances and exits Mm -hmm. to the ride. Uh, Just as a reminder, 
the stretching room that is in California literally is an elevator to get you down to the uh, the show entrance floor where you get on the doom buggies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it does cause a little bit of a... Um, a kerfuffle uh, to to get somebody who is in a wheelchair or otherwise needs assistance down to that lower level. They don't have that problem in Florida because mm-hmm. uh, it, it is all just on the same entrance level there. But yeah, some some work will be done at Haunted Mansion here in uh, in the coming months, and it should be down, I believe, for most of kind of the middle of the year. I think they, the scuttlebutt and rumor is that it'll be closing here, I think, later in January, if I remember correctly. Uh, they're not turning it back over into regular Haunted Mansion, and it likely will reopen for you know September when yeah. uh, the Halloween season starts back up in the parks. So, yeah. so uh, it'll, be, yeah. it'll be down when uh, Sterling and I are there. Yep. I apologize. I'm sorry. Right. We got to do the Haunted Mansion holiday, so that was Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Let's see what else we have going on. The Beast's Library over inside Sorcerer's Workshop in California Adventure has closed. Yeah. Which is kind of a bummer. That was a really neat little space. Yeah, we, we saw it, I think, for the first time. I don't know, last year or something. Yeah. Uh, we had seen a YouTube thing like, don't forget to check this place out. And we're like, oh, we've never been there. And it's nice they have a sorcerer's workshop area that has some nice little, um, I guess, animation tricks and magic yeah. of animation that you can go see. Yeah. And if you delve in a little further, it looks like the Beast's library from Beauty and the Beast. There's mm-hmm. a fireplace in there. There's a portrait of him, and it turns dark every once in a while. Mm-hmm. There's a little interactive, like, which character are you type thing where you can check out uh, just a nice little area. I wonder what they're going to put in there. Yeah, they haven't really said what that no. space is going to be used for. So mm-hmm. it could be something for Sorcerer's Workshop, another you know changeover of, uh, of what that space is using as an addendum to the workshop. It could be getting con- um, uh, consumed into something else that they're putting into that building mm-hmm. and need the space. So we will have to wait and find out. There's also some new droids in Galaxy's Edge. If you've ever played the Jedi Survivor games, um, you'll know the BD-1 droid, who's cute as anything. They had some (laughs) BD droids walking around and training at Galaxy's Edge earlier this quarter, and they looked so cute. A little bigger than what you think of a BD droid would be just <laughs> to get all of the technology in their yeah. bodies. They're a little heftier BD droids, <laughs> uh, but darn it. They looked so cute. They're swole. <laughs> They're swole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also over in California, we have the Pixar place hotel is about to be completed in its transformation from the paradise pier hotel, all sorts of Pixar plusing happening over there across the street. I know they're also working on an entrance to that backside of Mm. Disney's California Adventure, the park, uh, from that hotel. But I don't know if that's ready to come online yet or not. Well, it'll be interesting to see. I don't remember hearing anything specific about that. Okay. So the hotel itself is about ready to, Mm -hmm. uh, to be done in all of its work. So looking forward to seeing that. 
Another thing that opened over there was the Palm Breeze Bar opening at Disneyland's hotel in the new DVC Tower, which we got to partake in this past mm-hmm. November, and it was amazing. It's fantastic. Can't mm-hmm. wait to go back and uh, have another one of those uh, Mezcal old fashions. Holy <laughs> cow, that was some good stuff. Moving over to the other coast over mm-hmm. in Florida. We have the 50th anniversary statues that were all around the various parks there. They've all had their 50th anniversary medallions removed because, you know, the 50th anniversary was like 18 months ago. (laughs) But anywho, actually 20 plus months ago at this point. Mm. Uh, But yeah, the statues are still around, which is kind of cool to see, but they're no longer anniversary badged, if you will. Yeah, they do still work with your Magic Band Pluses, though. So if you wave at them, you'll get some sort of interaction. Yeah. Um, some of the medallions on the statues like had a very, hmm, how would you say it? Like an imprint on there where it was obvious there's a circle there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just created a different design that went there. Others, they just oh. took it off and it just looks like a smooth surface. So it just depends on the statue. But those Got are it. in all of the parks yep. in Florida. Disney World also announced during this quarter that coming up here in just next week on January 9th, Park Pass reservations are no longer needed for most tickets. These are tickets that are date-based. So if you buy a ticket for a specific day, you don't need a park reservation for that. And also, if you have a, a, a ticket that is a multi-day ticket, but it has a specific set of date ranges on it. So you can go you know, four days within this six or seven day window. You do not need a park pass reservation for those anymore as well. Annual pass holders uh, still do need park pass reservations. Uh, there's some other kind of caveats where you need a park pass reservation over there, although there's a bunch of changes for annual pass holders in Florida coming mm-hmm. as well, where we will have some days where we don't need park pass reservations either. So lots of changes, as always, going on with park access and reservations and ticketing and blah, 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 blah. It's confusing. Just go on <laughs> to Disney's website or uh, check your, your favorite YouTube or other online avenue of choice for what the current game is that you need to play to get yourself into the parks. Also, all day park hopping is back. I am so excited. You don't have to wait till two o'clock to go to another park. You just have to badge in or sign in, go to your initial park, and then you can go anywhere else. Yes. Yay. Yay. So, (laughs) so, so very nice. Uh Disney also announced new after hours events that are starting in January. These are specially separately ticketed events. Uh, They have for Epcot, Magic Kingdom, and Hollywood Studios. These are limited limited attendance events, basically. Limited capacity. Yeah. And snacks and drinks will be included. And these go till like, I think, 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. Wow. But you can get into the parks as soon as 7 p.m. So very cool. I have Epcot and one other one. I can't remember what the other one was. 
I got tickets to two of these, and Nathan, you got tickets to one as well. Yes, yes. So we will be checking these out. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Alicia and I will be spending most of February and mm-hmm. into a little bit of March in Florida. We'll be doing some uh, some puppy sitting, some house sitting mm-hmm. for our best friends as they are on the beautiful Disney Wonder on its way from Sydney back to yes. Hawaii. And a uh, little jealous of that, but we get to hang out with our uh, our other best friends, our yeah. dog, niece, and nephew, if you will, mm-hmm. and uh, give them lots of treats. Yeah. I, I do need to ask Plan Disney if I can bring my laptop into the parks. Ooh, you're going to do a little uh, remote working? Well, I'm going to do that anyway. It's well, just a true, matter but of which desk I'm working from. I saw something <laughs> on a YouTube video... Or was it on Instagram, I think from the parks or something the other day, where there are sections in Epcot where there's a bunch of tabletops and things like that set up now with seating and there's power outlets available. Oh, it's probably uh, over in Connections Eatery area. Oh, I was kind of scoping it out when I was over there. <laughs> <laughs> there's lockers. So during my lunch break, you know, yeah. I'll just go plop it in a locker and... Uh, yeah. Have at it. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes, uh, sometimes instead of uh, WFH or working from home, you can be WFP, working from park. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, it definitely wouldn't be the whole time because I need to take you know, care ride of the roller coaster. And ride, oh, well, yeah. The dogs no. do. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, do what I'm supposed to be over yeah, there for. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I did find out I don't really need to give Clyde walks, though. Really? He can't walk. <laughs> he gets too tired. <laughs> well, we'll have to go. We'll be out with the the, the three legged uh, mm. beast of a pit bull that is uh, seventy pounds of all pure muscle in Abby. Beast, she's a sweetie. She is an absolute sweetie, but she's just she 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 is swole. She is <laughs> BD one has nothing on Abby the pit, the three legged pit bull. Uh, she is all muscle and mm. all amazing. Anyhow, let's get oh, back to Disney yes. stuff. I was going to say, we kind of, we went on a tangent there. Um, after hours events, looking forward to those. Yes. On to Epcot. The Journey of Water, inspired by Moana, opened officially on October 16th. It had some soft opening dates happening as well. Mm-hmm. Also, a new Moana meet and greet happened there, um, kind of just outside the Journey of yeah. Water. This is a really neat area. It's very pretty. Um, when we were there, it was a little chilly and Moana was in a winter parka. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get a chance to go over and see it. Is it gorgeous? Is it good? Yeah. Especially, I mean, we went at night as well. Mm -hmm. So we went during the day and went at night. It's just a really pretty area. It's all walk through. There's no ride or anything that you're going, going in, but the Disney Imagineering did an amazing job. I thought. That's great. Awesome to hear. Walcott is slowly becoming a thing of the past. World (laughs) celebration is mostly complete. A lot of those construction walls are down, although there is still some work being done on the new Communicore Hall. But Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, there's uh, lots of open space now there in the middle, and uh, it's great to see Epcot kind of becoming a little bit more open and less yeah. of a construction zone it was, just in time for them to uh, start, you know, putting construction walls up around uh, test tracks. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of over in a separate area, but true, it was true. nice. It was nice walking through this. 
Uh, we didn't get to see it at the nighttime, but yeah, with the walls down, you can walk straight through from the connections area all the way across to the land and seas. We That's got to great. see the new Dreamers Point and Walt the Dreamer statue. Very nice, just a really pretty open area. And there's a lot of, I think, charging areas around there too. So you That's can awesome. Plug stuff in. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. So speaking of the the construction walls, I kind of alluded to it. Disney has announced in partnership with GM that they are going to they're going to rework (laughs) Test Track again to kind of, um, we'll say, honor the the old World of Motion ride Mm -hmm. that it used to be kind of uh, in in decades of yore. And uh, yeah, very excited to see what Imagineering comes up with there. And uh, yeah, I think that is definitely a ride that is ready for a refresh. And I think we heard or saw somewhere that... It's actually part of the sponsorship deal with GM that every so often it mm-hmm. gets refreshed. So yeah. not necessarily surprising that uh, we're seeing a, a re-theming and reimagining of the test track ride there in Epcot. Yep. Harmonious and Epcot Forever, for a limited time only, <laughs> have finished... I guess Wait, so it's not Epcot forever. It's and just... so I said for a limited time only. <laughs> the new show is Luminous. It debuted December fifth, and we got to see this from Topolino's. Yes, at Riviera. So from afar, they piped in the music, and uh, we got to see the fireworks and the laser show and all sorts of stuff. It looks from really far cool. away. It looks really cool. I am looking forward to being able to see the full thing from the ground area yep. in a couple of months. Hundred uh, percent. I liked the music. I liked the just what they had, the sounds, all that. Over in Hollywood Studios, Fantasmic there celebrated twenty five years. That's mm-hmm. pretty darn cool. Yeah. Love that show. Love that show. And they also have their own special holiday after hours ticket event that just launched this year called Jollywood Nights, which was kind of meant to be a holiday Christmas time, uh, uh, roaring 40s or 50s, 20s, anyhow, old Hollywood. <laughs> Mm. Um, but lots of jazz and singers mm-hmm. and and some special characters, and it did not get the greatest of reviews. Yeah, there's a lot of mixed reviews on this. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they continue this for next year or not. I, yeah, I, I think if they uh, do continue it next year, it will need to have a few more special things mm-hmm. happening because yep. they're just... From what we heard, we weren't there to experience it, but from what we've read online and what we've seen uh, in some YouTube videos and things, it sure seems like there wasn't enough of this special stuff to go around, and the event was really short, and you ended up really only getting to do like a very limited amount of of special activities, and you're paying full Christmas party kind of price like you'd get in Magic Kingdom for... Mm -hmm where you have like eight hours of park time and all sorts of amazing stuff going on for a much smaller impact event. So yep. they've got some work to do. Yep. Over in Magic Kingdom, the best news ever, <laughs> Hatbox Ghost has appeared at Haunted Mansion. 
I'm excited. I we got to see him, and I was like, yep. "Yes, he's in an interesting spot." But um, yeah, you don't get to see it. Like it's, I, I wish he would have been in a spot where you can see him for longer. Yeah, and and I think they need to adjust the timing of it because the spacing between when his head is on his shoulders and when it flashes over to go into the into the hat box that he's holding. It takes a very long time, and if I wasn't leaning kind of out of the doom buggy, I wouldn't have seen it happen. Yeah, like his it's, head was just on his shoulders for the whole time. So it's right by the endless hallway, which mm-hmm. is an interesting place to put it, just because it takes the focal point away from the endless hallway, which has its own little thing going on. Yeah, and you're not there long enough to be able to see both of the things. Yeah, uh, it also kind of messes with the whole story of the haunted mansion by putting him there. I would love to have seen him kind of in the same spot as where he is in California, which is on your way over towards the graveyard where it kind of makes that thematic transition. Mm -hmm. But you know what? They got to do what they got to do. Yep. And we'll see where he stays. Maybe he can disappear and reappear in other places. We Mm. don't know. Maybe. Just have to see what's going on. International parks. Let's travel the world a little bit because there's been some big stuff mm-hmm. happening. Over in Disneyland Paris, they've announced that the Disneyland Paris Hotel will have its grand reopening after, I think it's like a year or two worth of remodels and refreshing. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. That's going to open back up here towards the end of January on the 25th. So, mm-hmm. Get your uh, bookings in, schedule those flights, get yourself over to Disneyland Paris and enjoy a hotel that basically backs right up to the the Main Street area. It's pretty fantastic. Mm-hmm. It looks really neat. Hong Kong Disneyland has opened the World of Frozen on November 20th. The Village of Arendelle is now a part of the parks. And from what we've seen online, it just looks really Really cool. They've taken the movie and created a park of it. Um, You've got Anna and Elsa and Kristoff walking around. And I think Oaken is walking around as well. Um, And the newest love expert is there as well. Um, I can't remember. Mossy. Her name is Mossy. She's a little troll uh, being carried around by a cast member and um, looks really cute. Yes, yes. And as a part of the World of Frozen opening, the Disneyland Railroad at Hong Kong is back in business. It was awesome. It was down for four years, which is similar to uh, what Tron. we had in uh, in Magic Kingdom in Florida <laughs> with Tron. <laughs> yes. The other big land that has opened internationally is over in Shanghai Disney with the brand new Zootopia Land yes. opening there in that park. And again, Imagineering nailed it. Mm-hmm. It looks fantastic. I I am hopeful that they will be taking these parks internationally and translating them literally and figuratively mm-hmm. over to some of the stuff that they are thinking about maybe doing in Florida. Yeah. Uh, I think these will fit in very well. Uh, and, uh, you know, usually it's stuff that's here in the U.S. that's being moved to some of those parks uh, internationally. And I think it's turnabout is fair play. It's It's <laughs> time for us to get some of that stuff here. Yeah. On to Disney Cruise Line. We love Disney Cruise Line. We do. 
The newest ship, the Disney Treasure, is sailing its maiden voyage on December 21st, 2024. Uh, the pictures, the artistic renderings that they have out have the atrium area, a beautiful deep teal color mm-hmm. and with Aladdin, Jasmine, and magic carpet as the atrium statue. Some of the bar spaces that they've announced this past quarter were uh, the Jungle Cruise area 20,000 leagues under the sea mm-hmm. and haunted mansion i'm very excited for that <laughs> <laughs> there's also going to be a coco themed restaurant i can't imagine that's going to be absolutely beautiful mm, yes get some good mexican food maybe on the cruise ship that would be D- awesome Disney-fied, yeah Disney- well <laughs> yeah um <laughs> And they've also announced a new stage show that is The Tale of Moana. Yeah. So also uh, very cool there on some of the entertainment <laughs> side of things. Now, they um, have decided that their maiden voyage is going to be over Christmas. And, um, you know, Christmas cruises are pretty pricey. Uh Disney saw the Wishes Maiden Voyage uh, a year or so ago sell out almost instantly. Mm-hmm. And so uh, with those two things combined, Disney made a pricing decision. And um, let's just say, dear listener, that the Treasures Maiden Voyage is still available and has seen price drops. Uh, of course, as with all the Disney cruise uh, ships, there are interior ocean view and veranda staterooms, not to mention concierge suites. The interior stateroom, so you don't get a view of the outside. An interior stateroom on the maiden voyage right now is $9,000 for just two people. Mm-hmm. It started at eleven. So mm-hmm. they're coming down, but um, yeah, they've um, they've found the pricing edge for their market and have exceeded <laughs> it. Uh, <clears throat> main mm-hmm. voyages, yeah, the main voyages are always more expensive. Sure, and then the Christmas time voyages are always more expensive. You tack the two on together, and you've got quadruply expensive. And uh, the only rooms that are sold out are the concierge rooms. Everything else has available. You get whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. This quarter, when Disney also released their itineraries for 2025 uh, for all of the cruise ships, they also included you know another trip to the uh, South Pacific for mm-hmm. the Disney Wonder, and all of those uh, sailings, especially the Trans Pacific sailings, are significantly less expensive, and. If you'll remember when the Disney Wonder first was announced to be doing that trip over to Sydney, it was a hot ticket item and mm-hmm. also sold out almost instantly. And the transition cruises at this point are actually starting to see some drops in price. Mm. Our friends are on the uh, the Wonder coming back from Sydney here in a couple months, and that ship also, right now, you can get whatever room you want because there's been a bunch of people who have dropped out and to get the lower pricing for the 2025 cruise. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I think Disney is a premium brand. Uh, you get a lot for uh, uh, your experience, but I think Disney has found the edge of their mm-hmm. pricing uh, envelope and there's going to be some adjustments, going to be some adjustments. 
So yeah, that's uh, that's what's going on in the wonderful <laughs> world of Disney. Yeah. Uh, a lot of good, positive changes announced, a bunch of anniversaries, and you know, as always, there's some things that make you go, hmm. Yes. Well, as a reminder, we are not affiliated with Disney or any of their subsidiaries. These are our personal opinions and suggestions based on our own experiences. We recommend working with a travel agent or contacting Disney directly to plan your perfect vacation. If you have any questions or suggestions or would like to be interviewed on our show to share your Disney experience, please send us an email to podcast at ourmousecapades.com. Go ahead and give us a follow over on social media. We're at Our Mousecapades on Instagram and Facebook and threads. We're over on uh, YouTube now as well. Please give us a rating and review in your podcast app. That really helps people find us. Thank you for listening. We'll be in your ears next week. Thank you for flying Star Tours. Bye-bye.